Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals, Neurocrine Biosciences, and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder. Today, we have West Solom on with us to talk about HD Genetics, which is a new resource in the community for us. Um, it's actually begun by our very own BJ View, uh, who is a huge advocate in the community. Um, and um, Wes is, has been part of the HD community and he, he has joined HD Genetics as their uh, genetic counselor. And so we're gonna talk about that today. Thanks so much for joining me, Wes. Of course, yeah, thanks for having me. So can you go into a little bit about um, how you got involved in Huntington's in the first place? Yeah, so I kind of had a, a, a atypical background in that after I graduated high school, which was way back when, I had a different career where I was traveling a bunch, uh, actually touring with rock bands. And I did that for about 11 years. Um, and kind of as I was nearing the end of that career, I just felt like I wanted to go back to school. I wanted to push myself academically. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Um, but I ended up going to Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington. And when I went there, I ended up taking a um, introduction to behavioral neuroscience uh, class. And I just immediately fell, fell in love with that class and that topic and just was incredibly engaged, intrigued, all, all, the, all the buzzwords of just being really excited about it that you can think of. Um, and that class was taught by a, a postdoc that worked uh, in the lab of Dr. Jeff Carroll. Uh, that postdoc uh, kind of hilariously being named Dr. Jeff Cantle. So Jeff Cantle, Jeff Carroll, kind of yeah. fun to trick those up. But um, yeah, so then I got to see Dr. Carroll give a talk um, at something called Neuroscience on Tap, which was basically like um, talking about uh, brain things at uh, at a bar and just kind of talking to the general public about various topics. And I was so moved by how accessible uh, he made these topics and, and made it to where just anyone could really listen and and kind of follow where where he was going, talking about things that I would have imagined before attending that talk as being incredibly difficult to understand and no way that I would get it. And so I just it, it was a new is turning a new leaf for me to say, oh, actually, maybe maybe there's a future for me in science and this neuroscience stuff is really cool. And so then. I started studying that and working in Dr. Carroll's lab, who I should, I guess I should give the background that Dr. Carroll is a co-founder of HD Buzz and also a very prominent uh, researcher in Huntington's disease. Uh, so he, his lab studies Huntington specifically, and I started working in his lab um, for a few years for the rest of my, uh, my undergraduate academic career. 
And um, I very much enjoyed that. But as I was kind of coming to the end of my undergraduate uh, career and trying to figure out where to go next, I talked to Dr. Carroll and said, I'm not really sure what I should be aiming for as far as a, a career. I don't really necessarily see myself doing mouse research for the rest of my life. And he recommended that I look into genetic counseling. And from there, I, I linked up with genetic counselors from Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, and Seattle. And just kind of, uh, I got an internship at, at Northwestern University. Uh, this was on top of a fellowship from HDSA um, in 2018, where I was still doing research. So I had this kind of unique opportunity to do a side-by-side -side of, do I want to do research uh, in a lab, or do I want to go after genetic counseling. And from there, I just decided to chase genetic counseling uh, with all of my all of my ability and ended up uh, going to graduate school at Johns Hopkins, where then I got to study um, the COVID-19 effect on uh, genetic counseling for Huntington's disease and how it moved to telehealth. Um, from there, that's how I got to meet BJ. Uh, I was interviewing a genetic counselor that said, have you met BJ View? It really seems like you guys should talk to each other. And I'm really glad that she said that because we did end up linking up and here we are, the rest is history and HD Genetics is off to the races. That's awesome. We're definitely yeah. glad to have you in the Huntington's community and, and working with us. Um, so tell me about HD Genetics. What is HD yeah. Genetics? Yeah, HD Genetics, as, as far as I kind of see it, it kind of branches off of that research that I was talking about a bit ago from my graduate school experience in that, um, you know, conventionally, uh, Huntington's disease, genetic counseling, of course, has uh, been, I, I wouldn't say hard restricted, but hardly uh, maybe like a very strong recommendation that it takes place in person that uh, someone would maybe drive to, ideally someone would maybe, you know, drive or find their way to an HD specialized clinic and have, um, you know, an, a number of genetic counseling appointments with a genetic counselor to decide whether or not they want to pursue uh, pre-symptomatic testing, predictive testing. Um, and in the, in the research that I was doing, I, I talked with a lot of genetic counselors that that was their model uh, before the pandemic. And during the pandemic, they had to shift to um, allow telehealth as, as a means for this. So doing these kinds of meetings by like video chat or uh, even by phone and how, you know, kind of going into it, they were a little uh, nervous, a little anxious about this. But over time, the large story is that they came to grow more comfortable with it. It seemed like really, you know, the majority of folks were pleased to have it as an option. Um, I feel like HD genetics kind of is naturally born from that. Uh, it's basically, it's not looking to replace genetic counseling for uh, as far as in-person genetic counseling for Huntington's disease, not looking to replace, you know, multidisciplinary care or anything in the center. What it's looking to do is offer the option for folks that, you know, maybe maybe it's maybe it's not possible for them to get to a center or get, you know, to, to a... Um, an HD, HDSA center of excellence or an HD specialized clinic or something like that. Or maybe it's just preferable for, for them to be able to do this genetic counseling, genetic testing from home. Um, so our kind of tagline is that this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, how, how would we say, Ge Huntington's disease, genetic counseling and testing from the comfort of your couch or wherever you choose. 
which is, you know, I think, I think some people prefer uh, being able to have that comfort of saying, you know what, I want to do this at home. And then whenever I get off the call, I don't have to drive, you know, X number of hours. Uh, I don't have to, you know, be in this unfamiliar clinic and that sort of thing. Some people, you know, I, I don't think it's best for them, but I think that you can trust in people to make that decision for themselves if they would, you know, want to do this one way or the other. So how are you guys kind of structuring doing the um, the genetic counseling, genetic testing, paying for it, that type of stuff? Yeah, so all of the genetic counseling sessions um, that precede testing are free. So uh, if someone wants to discuss Huntington's disease, if they want to talk about, you know, I'm just kind of loosely thinking about testing. I'm not really sure if I want to do that. Or if they're, you know, they've been thinking about this for a very long time and they're very set on testing. All of those are options to come and see us and talk to us. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not... I, I, we are very conscious of and want to make sure that people that are coming through our, our doors are, are well aware that we're not just trying to have like, have a session, talk to you about testing, get you to take a test and then uh, tell you what your results are and then move on. Like that's, that's very much not what we're wanting to do. What we want to do is be a resource uh, of all things HD for folks. You know, we know that it's, it's a, huge decision it's a difficult decision and it can be really overwhelming you know trying to figure out what information should i be looking at what should i be trusting what should i uh what shouldn't i be trusting you know and these sorts of things i have this question i'm sure that there's an answer out there but where do i get it we kind of want to be the resource for that for folks that say you know here's this question i have i don't really know where to go so I'm going to go to HD Genetics. I'm going to email them. I'm going to call them. I'm going to text them. I'm going to say, hey, I've been thinking about X or Y, and um, I'm not really sure what to do about it, but, you know, can you help me? And from there, you know, maybe it's a quick email back or a phone call back or a text back, or maybe we have a we have an actual appointment, an actual session, and we just kind of talk things through. Um, that That is a long-winded way of saying, we basically have this open door, open floor kind of genetic counseling approach where it's like, whatever you need is available. If you do decide to test, if you think, you know, I've gone through this process, I feel like I'm ready. This is something that I want to do. I want to have genetic testing. Or if this is something you've been thinking about for a long time and you're coming into this session, you're like, I already know I want to do this. And and we talk it through and it's still by the end of the session, you're like, no, I still wanna do this. And everyone agrees that this is maybe the next best step forward. Then we would move forward with testing and that's where there is a charge. That's a $500 flat, uh, just out of pocket charge that it's not through insurance. It's it's basically like a, a cash pay or you know credit card online kind of thing. Um, with the thought that that would be you know, without not going through insurance, keeping it simple and keeping it to where folks are able to be in control of getting their results and, and deciding how to share that with their team, their medical team, and whether that goes in their uh, medical record or not, and that sort of thing. So um, we just, we want to keep it as simple as possible and, and allow folks to feel like they are as in control of their own uh, journey as possible. Um. Well, that's awesome. So 
I want to go back for just a second. The importance sure. uh, for those who are looking at finding out if you have HD or not, um, whether it's you feel like you're getting, like you have symptoms or you want predicted, like the, the uh, pre-symptomatic testing. Mm -hmm. um, the reason that genetic counseling is pushed so hard is because this is a very big decision, right? It yeah. can mess with your mind. Let's just yeah. say that. Um, reality is that gene is going to be there. You know, you're going to have HD or you're not. It's right. been determined already. But you have to decide whether or not for you personally, it is knowledge is power and I'm going to find out and I'm going to let it motivate me or I'm not comfortable with it right now. And I'm not going to test right now, but it's something that I could look at at a later date. So that's why this genetic counseling piece is so huge to do before and after your testing. Because if you don't have somebody who is knowledgeable in these things and who can explain things to you, because I promise you a genetic counselor will be able to break things down better than anybody else when it comes to the genetics. Um, like it gets confusing sometimes, right? Because we get all this different information in the community. That's also what Wes is saying is you can come to HG Genetics and if you've heard all this other stuff in the community and you're just not sure which piece is right, mm -hmm. you can go, okay, which one of these is correct? What do I go by? And they can mm -hmm. help you actually have that. And the great thing about HG Genetics is they are 100% dedicated to Huntington's. Exactly. So you're not looking at somebody who is working with other diseases. You're not looking at somebody who is part-time. They are 100% on board in this for Huntington's disease full-time. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry about any of that. Um, they are, you know, educated on HD. These are people who have been part of the community. VJ is huge in the community. That's awesome. And then I want to go over this piece of the $500. Yeah. For some, it probably seems like a lot, right? Because who, you know, when you're young, if you're looking at this, who has $500? Right. There are some states where they charge upwards of $1,000 for testing. Um, and it's hard, I know, to come up with the money, but in the long run, it's worth it if you're deciding to test. Um, and the reason I say this is because you then have a choice because if you run it through insurance, guess what? That's going to be in your record. It's going to be in your medical record. We'll follow you your whole life. But if you choose to do a self-pay of $500, then it is your choice whether that information goes into your record. It is your choice when you release that information, all of it. So it's a really good option. Um, this is why I love this resource. I'm hundred percent behind, like, I'm so excited. This is up and running because, um, it's something that we need in the community, people who are running it, that know about HD, educated about HD, and then giving an option where, um, you know, it's really low cost considering how much it would be through insurance or how much, um, other states in general, um, charge. So, it's, it's absolutely something to consider. Um, Wes, talk to me about, I know I went off on a tangent there. I just, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I just love that you guys have this up and running. Um, I know it's been something that's been on BJ's radar for a while. Yeah. So 
after the gen after actually getting the test, I'm guessing the test is sent to your house. Is that how that works? Yep. So uh, before before I launch into that, though, I want to say um, we are trying to find ways because we know that five hundred dollars could potentially be a barrier for some folks and maybe stand in the way of of them testing, and it might be too expensive. Um, we're trying to find some ways of of developing a payment plan or um, some sort of waiver or see if there's some sort of options that we can come up with for folks that are having trouble with that. So um, if if anyone hears this and they say, man, I do want to do that, but $500 is just still too much for me, just get in contact with us and we'll try to figure out some sort of plan that we can work out to make it make make it work if it's something that you're wanting to do. To do. Um, and then as far as the test, so as you asked Lauren, uh, saliva collection kit that basically comes in the mail in a, in a box from our partner laboratory. It's a plastic tube that, uh, you know, kind of uh, more casually is called a spit kit because you open up this tube, you spit in the tube and you fill it to this certain line, you close the tube, and then you put it back into the package into this prepaid shipping envelope where you FedEx it to our partner lab. So let's say you're going through the process and you decide that you want to go through with testing and everyone decides that sounds good and that's maybe the next best step then from there it would be about three to five days for that person to receive the the uh, test kit in the mail to their address and then once they ship that back and let us know that they've shipped it back to the lab from there it's about three weeks or so to receive your results awesome yeah and then once you receive results, mm -hmm. what yeah, so what we do is, so it, it could be as early as three weeks, right? So the, we get the results back in three weeks. That doesn't mean that we have to meet in three weeks. If someone has a specific date in mind or they're, they're not quite ready to learn those results, we can kind of put that off to whatever date they would like or whenever they feel ready. Um, but what we would do is say, okay, here's that date. We've set up this session, this appointment to go over your results, talk about what they mean. Um, and what we are, our, our kind of philosophy for this is to have the session open with just giving you your results right out the gate so that you're, you're able to react in, in the moment, however you feel is, is most appropriate for yourself. Uh, we will stay on the line in our our virtual clinic for the for the duration of that appointment that we've set aside. But you're welcome to leave the appointment. Basically, go have some privacy with you and your support person that you've you have with you for this session, and then maybe log back in and come back in and ask any questions that you may have or anything that you want to talk about. Um, but we think that you know rather than kind of opening up and launching into a bunch of additional education and, and things like that, what would be better is to just, we, we all know why we're here. So let's just go ahead and give you your results, you know, uh, whether they're positive, negative, or, or unclear, uh, we should, we should get through with that as quickly as possible. And some folks, you know, may say, okay, that's all I needed, needed to know. Um, I'll talk to you again soon, or we'll talk, we'll be in touch. And some folks may get those results and say, okay, well, let's talk about it. And I think that that's, it's good to kind of be able to have that open for um, whatever folks may want. We do kind of, we, we try to have a follow-up two weeks afterward 
um, to we we recognize that that moment is pretty emotionally charged, and we don't expect you know a lot of information to be retained uh, in in that time. So what we do is at the end of uh, that session of providing those results, um, we will send a a copy of the test report that goes over you know your exact results uh, from the lab, and then also a document that's a collection of resources that we think are you know both broad and broadly applicable and helpful to the person, but also as pointed as they can be. So your your nearest HD specialist for uh, clinical care. Uh, support groups, things like that. If we talked, you know, specifically about things like family planning, maybe we have some resources in there for IVF, um, in vitro fertilization and things like that. Uh, but then, yeah, two weeks after, afterward, we want to have kind of a talk uh, again, just to check in and see how they're doing. And then also make sure that any questions that have come up since then or anything, any sort of needs or concerns or thoughts are addressed. That's awesome. Um, well, it, it's a, an amazing resource. Um, how would people find out more information, um, get in contact with you guys and that type of thing? Yeah. So if people are interested or they're hearing this and they're like, I kind of want to know more, um, the best way is to go to our website. So hdgenetics.com. Um, from there, you can you can find all of all of the different information that we have as far as like more information about us, about myself, about BJ, about everyone else involved with HD Genetics, more information about how to get started with the process and what that process looks like, as well as additional um, information about the uh, about um, what you, Huntington's disease, testing for Huntington's disease, rather all kinds of uh, frequently asked questions is the word I'm looking, or the term I'm looking for. Uh, that kind of thing and and how to contact us. So we have, you know, means of being contacted by a secure text now, which has turned out to be really helpful for some folks, um, phone call, uh, and then also email. So emailing me at gc at hdgenetics.com, which stands for genetic counselor at hdgenetics.com. So when you guys get the results, um, I mean, is that safe? It doesn't go to anybody else, right? It, it stays with you and then it goes to the person who tested, correct? Correct, yeah. The only people that have copies of those results would be our, the testing lab, our partner laboratory, and then ourselves and the person who is undergoing testing, yeah. Okay, so you guys don't keep it on file, don't give anything to anybody, that type of thing. Right, we don't share anyone's results with anyone other than them. Got it. Got yeah. it. Well, that is awesome. Um, I personally am very excited about this resource. I think um, it's it's very needed, uh, especially for those who are just not in an area that they can go to a genetic counselor in person. Um, this is a very convenient yeah. way to do everything um, and a very affordable way to do it as well. Um, you know, and basically it's giving you the option to 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 do it your way. You know, like you don't have to put it in your record. You don't have to, you don't have to do it um, any way except the way you want to do it. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, you guys are going to the upcoming symposium. I know that. Are you guys going to be anywhere else set up at any other events coming up this year? Yeah, that's a, that's actually a really great question. I know BJ is going to be at um, the Help for HD uh 
um, that hype day. Um, I will, he and I will both be at um, HSG uh, in Tampa, Florida, November 3rd through 5th. Um, and then I think we're still talking about the rest of things throughout the year and trying to figure out how we're going to navigate those things. Well, awesome. Well, Wes, thank you so much for joining me today, sharing about HD genetics. Thanks um, for having me. For those listening, just make sure that you keep tuning in every week on Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, for new shows. And we've got a lot of stuff coming up. We're going to have Dr. Sarah Tabrizi on in October, which will be an amazing show because we're going to be talking about um, the staging system. And um, I think that's going to be a, a really exciting show. But we've got some other really exciting shows coming up for October. So, um until next time, guys, take care. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.help4hd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.